With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. I am loving. This is Three Is Company. We're good, streaky! Welcome in to Three Is Company. I am Q-Tip. I have Kylie Osborne along with me. We're missing Preston. We're missing Preston Pool tonight, So, uh, but make sure to still give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us all at Q-Tip47, at PrestonPool405, and at Kylie Osborne. Kylie, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're finally off for Thanksgiving break, and I'm really excited to have four days of absolutely nothing. Yeah, I know. I... Um, so I was at work, uh, let's see, I think this was yesterday, and my boss was like, you know, if, because, like, on our team we have three coordinators who are, like, less than, who are less than a level three, and you, like, level up one, two, three, and senior, and then three coordinators that are three or higher, right, three or senior, and he goes, you know, if any, like, like, uh, um, Less coordinator, or I don't remember how you put it. it makes <laughs> Lower it sound, coordinator. Yeah, exactly. You lesser than. Any inexperienced coordinator wants to take off, like, that's fine. You guys can. And I kind of looked around, and I was like, well, you don't have vacation time. Because you have to wait, like, three months before you get vacation time. I was like, you don't have vacation time. I was like, I'll do it. So <laughs> I wasn't going to have off Friday originally whenever I came into this week. But uh, things change, right? So, like I say, bleep happens. So um, I... Um, <laughs> I've man- so I managed to get myself a nice four day weekend as well. Heck yeah! Well, um, technically I would have gotten it either way with with her with obligation. Yeah, because your time. job's cool. Well, because they closed the office, and so if the office isn't open, I don't have to come in, obviously. But um, with my whole little working and going to school schedule, I kind of uh, um, I'm supposed to be working a full time job, but since I'm technically part time, they can't tell me when I can take off or not. They just kind of have to let me not show up and not fire me. That's nice. Yeah, it's pretty great. That's pretty nice. All right, so Valerie's gonna hate me for saying that, actually. <laughs> well, she always thinks about my ego instead of what you say, so it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she started listening to our show actually at the office, like with um, AirPods in, if we're like slow, mm-hmm. and she'll like pause it and like say something to me about it. And so now I'm like kind of worried. So I'm like, maybe I should take that back. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is if you ever have a coworker that listens to you, you can be like, good. Now I know exactly who I'm offending whenever you talk. To me, so. <laughs> Don't ever change. Don't ever change. Make, the, make their uh, expectations of you just go down a little bit. Yeah, a little lower. So, yeah. But, okay, so I've got some opinions about the whole about, – about both state, pro, state schools that are going on, programs, football programs, more specifically if you want to get into it. Um, so Bedlam was this weekend. It was a really good first quarter. Mm-hmm. For Oklahoma, and then it really sucked. Yeah, it was really boring after that for me. <laughs> yeah, and then it was really good. Um, uh, I was hope I'm hope the really it was a really good bus ride for Oklahoma State, right? Because they, <laughs> they showed up to not do anything. Yeah, uh, no, I mean it really. They tried in the last three quarters, but nothing. Yeah, exactly. It got so boring. My family and I actually started playing spoons. 
uh, during the third quarter. And can you explain to us what you do during spoons? Have you never played spoons before? I've never played spoons before. Oh, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. No. Well, spoons is a card game um, where you actually put like spoons in like the middle around a circle, mm-hmm. and then uh, you have you can only hold four cards in a hand in your hand at a time, and then you basically just pass the cards around. You're trying to get four of a kind. You don't show anyone your cards. You get four of a kind. You grab a spoon. The last one to grab a spoon or not to get a spoon, actually, is out. It's basically like musical chairs with spoons. Can you, uh, um, see, what can I, how am I trying to say this? Can you grab two spoons? No, you can't grab two spoons. Oh, so once you grab a spoon, you're out. Yeah, you also can't touch a spoon until you get four of a kind, but you can fake people out. It gets, it's a very aggressive game. Why would you fake people out if you can't touch a spoon anyway? Because if you grab a spoon, you don't have four of a kind, you can't prove it, then you're out. Okay. So, but, I mean, it'll be moving really quickly. So once so, one person grabs a spoon, everybody can grab a yeah. spoon? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it doesn't make any sense why you'd fake people out because you have to have four Yeah, so, like, if there are ten people sitting around the table, There's there'd nine be spoons. nine spoons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it gets really aggressive, especially if you play with metal spoons. The only reason I lost is because my mom's friend and I grabbed the same last spoon, and she had, like, the the spoon side of it mm-hmm. and I have like the stick side of it and if I would have yanked it really hard which I totally could have it would have like sliced your hand open it's so. a spoon it was like kind of a rough spoon <laughs> listen that's yeah, just you're just a weenie right yeah like, so oh you won but I lost so yeah, there's that well so you're a loser right like uh, you can no, say first, I... first loser no it's still a loser <laughs> I was I was being nice okay and I regret my decision <laughs> Yeah, you should have. Yeah, you should. Right? You should. You should regret your decision every day when you wake up and you're like, "I'm still a loser." But that's how boring the game got. Yeah. Well, the reason it got so damn boring is because Mike Gundy has somebody's got to hold him in check, right? All right. So I've said I said this on uh, Sunday for our fantasy football show. I'll reiterate it on Saturday. Just the tip, by the way, coming back one to two thirty on Saturday. So make sure to tune into the Sports Animal, but. He just came into that game with absolutely no mindset to win, right? And, you know, everybody says it happens once a year, okay? It happens. It only happens once a year against Oklahoma. No, it happens every single time Mike Gundy gets in a big game. And I'm just so tired of everybody making these excuses up for Mike Gundy because Oklahoma State should be one of the top-tier programs. They should be, all right? They should be up there with Oklahoma competing for that playoff spot. Oh, no, I agree. They, they should be, but they, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they they have the facilities. They have they they have every tool in the toolbox. That yeah, Oklahoma the funding has. and like yeah, they recruiting. Have the funding. They had I mean they had Boone Pickens ready, with a blank check pretty much for his, his entire life. Right, built an entire stadium, built amazing facilities for Oklahoma State, and what has Mike done with it? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Complained. Right? Yeah. He, he, you know what he's done? He's, he's good every three years. Right? Every three years, he'll be in the mix for the Big 12 title. That shouldn't be the case. They shouldn't have the rankings. They shouldn't be below a UCF in, ranking, in uh, recruiting rankings. Right? They shouldn't be way down there in the 70s, 80s, 90s in recruiting. They should be up there in the top 15. And I get that recruiting doesn't fix everything. Look at Texas, uh, Texas A&M and Texas. Um <laughs> But Jesus Christ! I mean, we've got it. You've got to do something, right? If, if you, I I know at the end of the day, it's probably the X's and the O's more than the Jimmys and the Joes. But guess what? The Jimmys and the Joes still win you football games. All right, we saw it with Caleb Williams. We've seen that with a Baker Mayfield, with a Kyler Murray. 
you just if you have these studs that are gonna go out there and win you a football game, it's gonna it, it will happen. Yeah, they gotta get their franchise players. It's just so pathetic. And you know, I've seen people say, I'm not stupid enough to call for Mike Gundy's job. Why the hell not? <laughs> Why not? Because if you are just perfectly okay with being mediocre and never going up, then fine, right? That's fine. But do not ever Ever come into expectations with college football playoff expectations, with Big 12 title expectations, because Mike Gundy has proved over and over and over again that it's never going to happen. The only time you're going to win a Big 12 title is whenever it's defaulted to you for being first place. You know, it's a little scarier just sitting in here with just you and me <laughs> when I don't have Preston in here because now I feel like you're yelling at me. <laughs> No, I, just, <laughs> no, I know yeah. you're getting you're getting heated about it, but now I'm just like, mm. <laughs> okay. Well, it's just so sad, and like I see people go, I'm not dumb enough to call for Mike Gundy's job. Okay, then why then like why do you lace him up, right? Because if you lace him up, knowing that you're gonna lose two to three games a year, what's the point? What's the point of being a top tier program of having top facilities and just never doing anything with him? Absolutely nothing. He's just wasting away this program, waiting for it to come along, right? I mean, in the most recent years, all I've seen is whining and complaining about the whole OU Texas move to the SEC. That's and the he's most like, I don't want to do Bedlam gotten. anymore and blah, 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 all this and that. Yeah, well, I mean, he should have, like you said, used those resources to bend in that conversation. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason that when the SEC comes a calling, right, that Texas should still be a bigger brand than Oklahoma State. Right, because you just look at what Texas. When's the last time Texas has been relevant? Uh, what was it? Mac Brown, Colt McCoy, right? Colt McCoy is like in his thirtieth year in the NFL right now. All right, I mean, I mean I, that's obviously I'm over exaggerating that, but <laughs> you know, I, like it was a long, long time ago that Texas was relevant, and Oklahoma State has had the facilities to be up there with Oklahoma. With Texas, with I mean, with these top tier programs, where when the SEC comes a calling, they call OU and OSU, not OU and Texas, mm-hmm. because Oklahoma State's not a national brand. And to, if we're being honest, if we're being perfectly honest, I don't think that Oklahoma State will be a national brand until Mike Gundy leaves. Because you That's know fair. why? Would you say right now? Because I would. LSU is a bigger brand than Oklahoma State. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. why? Because they've won national titles, right? Yeah. Because they've won a national title because they've been in that conversation. If you look at the record, Oklahoma State's had a better record than LSU since 2012. You know, you know what happened? See, in I didn't even know that. I would have think that LSU had a better record. Uh, you would. You know what happened in 2012? Oklahoma State was ranked third. They got screwed out of the BCS. The BCS had to change, and that you know, Oklahoma State ruined the BCS, right? Because it was an awful pro. It was an awful system. But guess what? They got screwed. LSU was the number one team in the nation, and they lost to Alabama. Since then, they've won one national title. They've been in the picture one time other than this year, which they shouldn't be in the picture this year. The college football playoff system is just stupid. Um, but guess what? LSU is the bigger name and bigger brand. And if you would have just looked at those two programs from 2012 till right now, 10 years later, you would think that Oklahoma State should be. But it's yeah. just because they've just been mediocre. They haven't done anything. Well, yeah, no, and not on the field. I mean, the programs that they've been, like, supported with, like, the money, the funding, the franchise that they've done should be. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Do you think it would have changed last year if they would have won uh, the Big 12 championship? I think that if they would have won the Big 12 title, it would have given them a little bit more respect, right? But guess what? Guess what happens? Guess what happened, okay? Mike Gundy saved his OU performance for the Big 12 title game, Mm -hmm. all right? Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State last year should have lost probably three games. But that defense was so good 
that there was no like they should have been in that in that title picture. They should have been there, right? They, they should have been right there. But what they do? They lose. They they choke it away in the middle of the season, and then they choke it away in the Big 12 title game to not even be in, like involved in the conversation. Oh, I guess Oklahoma is a term used for the entire state. <laughs> and it's just it's just pathetic, man. I mean. Like, I don't know why people say that I'm not dumb enough to call for Mike Gundy's job. Why not, right? Mike Gundy is perfectly okay with going and flirting with other programs every five years and to get that pay raise and to just kind of hover over Oklahoma State and be like, yeah, I'm the king here. You must bow down to me. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's stupid, all right? If you if you aren't dumb enough, maybe man up a little bit and call for Mike Gundy's job then, right? Because if you want to say that, it's not smart to call for Mike. Yes, it is. All right? So just have the the set and say Mike Gundy is a average coach and he's taken a good pro- he's taken a program that was bad when it started to a pro and now he's holding the program it's, back. Yeah, it's a mediocre program. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's- with the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. It, it was a it was a mediocre program. It was a bad program before Mike Gundy started. And then he's taken him and he's made him this program that's just average. It's just middle of the road that you really never have to worry about being in that national title picture at the end of the year because of who's coaching them. And what I don't get, okay, is everybody claims Mike Gundy's this offensive genius, right? That whenever the Big 12 was run and gun, score 60 points, Oklahoma State was right there doing it with the Big 12. Mike Gundy got all the flowers. Mike Gundy got all the praise that he was a genius, that he was the the superstar on offense. But yet, whenever it falls apart, we blame every single coordinator except for Mike Gundy, right? And then it's like, okay, you want to blame a coordinator? That's fine, right? That's fine. But you also have to look at the game management every single time they lose a game that they should probably win, right? They should have won last year against TCU. Poor game management. They should have lost, They should have won against Oklahoma this year. It was Oklahoma's worst team since 1998, since the year I was born. 24 mm-hmm. years. It's it, it. This is Oklahoma State's worst team. Oklahoma's worst team, and Oklahoma State can't get still can't get it done. They still can't get it done, and it's because of pathetic play calling, pathetic game management, and just I mean it's just ridiculous, right? You should. There's no reason, absolutely no reason at all to punt inside your own 40 <laughs> yard line when you're down 25 points. Yeah, no, take the risk, dude. It's just stupid. It's just, it's mind-boggling dumb. So if, it, if the offense isn't any good, then you blame the coordinator. If the offense is good, you give Mike Gundy his praise. If the game management is awful, who are we going to blame for that? The head coach. But I haven't seen anybody blame the game management. I haven't seen anybody blame the fact that there was no set 
on that sideline to actually call the plays to win the game. He was calling the plays like he was up 28-3 to and not down 28-3. to Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, actually, I think another funny thing that you mentioned was the fact that OU actually hasn't had a season this bad since either of us were alive. Yeah. I haven't known how to react this year. Do you? No, I mean, no, I don't know how to react, but I and and we'll get and I'm gonna I have a rant on Brent too. Okay, here we go again. <laughs> so, okay, so I have no listen. The game, yeah, it was a joke, right? That was I think it was a whole lot of. I think I was was questioning more the play clock management that that they had, why they were snapping the ball with 20 plus seconds on it in the fourth quarter is beyond me, right? I I guess I get that Jeff Lebby knows that the defense has been so bad that he need he know like he was like I have to score as many points as I can and he never let his foot up off the gas. That was poor game management from Brent. That was poor game management from Jeff. They they should get they should get some critique and they did, right? You, you would have never thought Oklahoma would have won based off of what everybody said. Yeah, no. And but this is what I have an issue with Brent. So yesterday during his press conference, he decided to come out and say that he is preaching to his players that it is important that they stick, that they are loyal to this program, and they don't opt out of the postseason and worry about their future until after the bowl game is over, right? Which Brent seems like that kind of guy. He does. Yeah. But didn't he also preach at the beginning of the season to all the recruits that this is the program you come to build a career for yourself to build your future? Exactly. So. He's telling you that he does not care about you going to make millions of dollars in the NFL if you can. And and he's the it's the most hypocritical thing <laughs> yeah. that he's ever said because if you look last year during the Cheez It Bowl that Clemson was in, a pointless bowl game, mm-hmm. who was coaching the defense? It wasn't Brent Venables. You know where Brent Venables was? He was with Oklahoma already. All right. So if you're gonna sit there and tell your players you have to play this game. You stick to the loyalty. Stick to, you know, being true to your teammates. Man, you didn't even do it. <laughs> like you, That's so true. Yeah, that you so didn't true. even coach the last game of your old program. You wanted to get here and start establishing what you wanted to do. That So why are you going to take that away from your players? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, so they and can immediately play a pointless when can... bowl game? So they can play at the Camping World Bowl? Yeah. No, and immediately when he showed up, after you said being hypocritical about it, uh... That whole thing they were preaching about Caleb Williams, you know, running off to a program that he said he was going to be, you know, building a future for setting himself up for success in the NFL mm-hmm. and whatever. He was like, no, this is where you come. This is where you build your future. And then he should be carrying that through the entire season after, you know, pushing it to the NFL and not being like, here, stick around for the bowl game. Yeah, exactly. He should be like, listen, I understand this is a pointless bowl game. This isn't the college football playoff. It's not even – you're probably going to play in the middle of December, right, which everybody knows the middle of December is just the wasteland of bowl games where there's one on every hour and you don't know where it is. You don't know the brand of it anymore. You don't know why. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's a pointless bowl game. It's for the extra practices. And uh, and I get that. Like, if you Protect are – Protect your players. Yeah. Well, if you're – like, I get if you're, like, a sophomore, a freshman or whatever and you can't, you know, go to the NFL – then sure, stick, stay loyal. Don't jump in the transfer portal. I get that. Yeah, that but part. <laughs> do not sit there and preach to your players. Don't go to the NFL. Don't start preparing for your whole the rest of your life to play this pointless bowl game. Whenever all mm-hmm. I really need you to do is just kind of bring up my younger players. No, that's stupid. I agree, hundred percent. I just think it's incredibly like the fact that he didn't coach his last game is just incredibly <laughs> funny to me that he is now 
telling his players that they need to be loyal to their program. You weren't loyal to your program because they were in a pointless bowl game and you wanted to start your own identity and your own program in Oklahoma. Right, but most Oklahoma fans would never see it that way, right? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> most it, Oklahoma fans, well, I must say most Oklahoma fans also think that there's bots trying to ruin their... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. The hater bots? The hater bots, yeah. <laughs> the hater bots, yeah, that are trying to single-handedly ruin Oklahoma football. The ruin the reputation of the, the fan base. Yeah, they're out here, uh, just hater bots that are fake and uh, coming out and being like, oh, OU sucks and blah, 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 and saying all these mean things to everybody else, but that's not the real OU fans. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's definitely not. The, and the ones that are tweeting at recruits that decommit from uh, Oklahoma, no, no, that's not real OU fans. Yeah, no, those are just fake Yeah, those robots. are fake bots, yeah. Elon <laughs> really needs to get a hold of those. So. <laughs> and bots can't pay $8 just to stay verified. <sighs> well, you know, when you're a robot, you're really tight on cash. <laughs> uh, so Preston's not here today, and I guess we should have addressed this from the top. The reason Preston isn't here... Preston's down the hall. ...is because he's running a Thunder game, and Preston's been up here every single day. We are recording the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, um... And Preston has been up here every single day running something. So he did not want to stick around after the uh, Thunder game. Or I did not want to make him stick around after the Thunder game and record this point, this podcast because obviously it's still early and we're not in the right state of mind. Just imagine if we <laughs> were after dark, right? We've but, been working for these this last week. Exactly. We have been putting in that work. But so I don't have the updated standings. We'll get to the, We'll get that next week. But Preston has submitted his locks of the week. And this is what Preston's going with. He's going with the over for the Bills-Lions game at 54-and-a-half. He's going to take Ole Miss minus two versus Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl, which is tomorrow. And then he's going to take the Seattle Seahawks at minus three-and-a-half versus the Las Vegas Raiders. And then here is your guaranteed winners, my picks. I've been on quite the heater for college football if you've been listening to my NFL picks lately, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm going to take South Carolina plus 14.5 versus Clemson. I think Vegas thinks that this is a um, letdown spot for South Carolina after the whooping they put on Tennessee. I don't think so. I think South Carolina is actually a pretty good football team. I don't think Clemson's that great of a football team. So I'm getting a touchdown and a half, or two touchdowns and a half, I should say, against Clemson. Yeah, give it to me. And then I'm going to take Oregon minus three against Oregon State. Oregon State's not any good. Um, this line doesn't make much sense to me, but... Uh, because I think Oregon's actually a pretty good football team. They've just played really good football teams this year and have felt uh, and have fallen to them. Uh, so Oregon minus three seems like the easiest lock of the week that I've ever made. So give me Oregon minus three. And then I'm going to go TCU minus 10 versus Iowa State. TCU's still being ranked four. They want to make sure that they're not jumped by uh, USC this week, right? They don't, they don't want to play Georgia. They do not want to play Georgia in the first round of the college football playoff. And I think, you know, they're really going to come out there. They're going to put it on Iowa State. Iowa State sucks. They're not any good. I think they put it on Iowa State like they put it on Oklahoma, and it's just it's a blowout. So minus 10, I know it's a lot of points, but for a college football game, especially one where they got a lot to prove, uh, I think we're, I think I'm safe there. Uh, I would have to agree with you. I'm also going to be taking TCU minus 10 over Iowa State. Um, and then I'm going to go with my never fail bet of K-State over, uh, Kansas, um, minus 11 and a half, which honestly is a little much, but I mean, I'm going to, uh, it's high. I'm going to lock it in. Um, and then for the last pick, got to go with my boys, OU over Texas Tech minus two, which seems a little low to me, but you know what? Hey, we're here. It's a dangerous game. 
Yep. That's a dangerous game. Hey, my, I've been I've been doing pretty well on those picks recently too. Just gotta put it out there. Uh, you did well two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, I would have done well last week. I, I mean, I had I made the picks, but I just didn't get to say them on the show. Should have so. submitted them so we could have seen. Is what you well, should have done. I mean, I didn't know that was an option. Well, you now could. I know. Yeah, I was gonna say you can always submit them. <laughs> submit them. Yeah. By submit, he means text them in our group message. <laughs> That's what submit means. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Yeah, all right, now that we have made our locks of the week, since it is the day before Thanksgiving, I figured we'd have a little fun with Thanksgiving. Plus, you know, Preston's not here to ruin our fun. We all know <laughs> that he really is the Grinch, even though we give Kylie a hard time about being the Grinch. Oh, yeah, we forgot to I I actually picked up a Q-tip today and brought him here, and I made him listen to Christmas music the whole time. Made before me. Thanksgiving. Yeah, a day I'm before. I'm not the Grinch. Yeah, see, but now, a day we're, before. now we're getting into the time. A day before. Okay. So that's all I gotta say. It should have been November first, but uh, so I've got. So we're gonna draft some Thanksgiving sides here in a second. I've got a question to ask Kylie first because this thing happened to me at work, and I just want to get your opinion on it. Okay. Bringing somebody to Thanksgiving, like a person of the opposite sex that you might or might not be sleeping with, right? Because okay. you haven't made it official yet, or what, or whatever. Is that too far of a step? to bring somebody to Thanksgiving that you actually haven't, like, like not not tied the knot, obviously, because you're not getting married, but, like, y- yeah. you know, made it, like, Exclusive. official. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, my opinion, well, so. Because this, because this person is bringing their I I don't, I don't buddy. know, my, see, I feel like my family and Thanksgivings are, like, pretty lax. I've actually done like a couple different versions of the scenario before. Okay. Um, like last year, for example, I brought um my buddy who is of the opposite sex and we were definitely not sleeping together and we weren't even like Okay, but for like friends is fine. Yeah. Like I'm talking we, about my family's pretty lax though. We usually pick up a couple strays for Thanksgiving. Well I'm talking about like what like you're not if like you official are, with the Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I would, you got feelings but you're not sure about the other person or the other vice versa, you know, you're like Am I ever going to catch feelings for this person that I'm shagging up with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it it's kind of scenario-based. Like, I would do it, and my family would be cool with it if they had nowhere else to go. But I'm not going to go out of my way to, to like— invite them? Yeah, unless they, like, I know they're not doing anything, and I'm like, hey, you can't be alone on Thanksgiving, and so you're coming over. Okay. Yeah. That would be that would be where I draw the line. If Now, if it's, like, an official thing, I'd be like, yeah, come over for Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> it's an official thing. You try to plan it. But, yeah, okay. I was just wondering because I was like, I was like, so you're bringing that person to Thanksgiving. I was like, mm-hmm. so it's official. They're like, well, no, not really, not yet. I'm like, that's a big step. I was like, that's I see, a big step. My family's like pretty cool with like making sure that everyone has a place to go on Thanksgiving. Actually, I don't know. It wasn't last year. It was two years ago that I brought my, that was like just a guy friend. And then last year I kind of brought like someone that was like, we a weren't fling. like, a, yeah. Um, we ended up dating for a little bit, and then, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It was well, fine. I've got the same situation for Christmas, but we'll get to that closer to Christmas because I have a story for you and Preston, and I want Preston here to I okay. want Preston to be here for okay. it. Okay. So I'm going to ask that same question around Christmas time about Christmas presents, but we'll get to that here. At, you know, so you don't have an opinion on the, the scenario at all? I did. I said I think that's a pretty big step. Oh, okay. I think, like— So you wouldn't do it? Well, actually, I guess we'll okay, wait to the Christmas so, story. Like, so, like— I I would like if I'm trying to impress the person, um, then I would right. I'd bring him around. <laughs> you either would or you wouldn't. It depends on the family. Well, I would because it's kind of a big step. 
With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. They can be part of the crate because like my like my family Thanksgiving is crazy, right? It's just kind of mm-hmm. wild. It's a wild couple of hours, bunch of jokes, just a lot of fun. So I think it would be something that would impress them more than scare them. Yeah. But like at the See, same time. If I had time, a family that like I if I liked the person I was trying to impress them, I definitely and I had a family that like I didn't think was super cool. I would absolutely not invite them. I'd be like, no, please do not come over. I don't want you to meet like a family that I wasn't. You know, yeah. doesn't have a lot of fun with. Well, I have been I have been brought to a Thanksgiving before with a girl I was dating in high school, and uh, her family was not fun. So that was like, yeah, okay, you're right. This yeah. probably See, isn't for me. Yeah. yeah, you can only invite someone you're trying to impress if your family's super cool. Exactly. I guess we had been dating for like a month or two, so like, I guess I get why I was invited, but at the same time, like, rather not be there. Yeah, you're <laughs> still trying to like. Are, how like, far this is might this not be go? a forever thing because yeah, I don't know exactly. if I want to be a part of this family. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I'm out. So, <laughs> but let's get to drafting some Thanksgiving sides. All right, because everybody knows that the sides is what makes or breaks the meal, right? Because the the ham or turkey or whatever you eat on Thanksgiving, the main meat, it can be bad, and you can still get along with it, okay? Because there's so many great sides. So, me and Kylie, are we gonna dra- uh, are we gonna draft three or five? Uh, how many you got? How many how many sides do you do you really roll can with I like, for Thanksgiving? Can I like call any free agents on that aren't on this list? I tell you what, <laughs> we can include pies. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, des- oh we're doing desserts too. Yeah, well, then let's definitely do five. Let's do okay. Like, let's do five, and then you have to have at least one dessert. Okay, okay. So I'll let you go first. We'll just go back and forth. My favorite, and I'm a super weirdo for this, but I love mac and cheese. We're going okay. mac and cheese first. That's Number one overall choice. pick. You know, like, I can get down with mac and cheese. I just eat it so much during the year. Now, if it's breadcrumb mac and cheese. See, it's right? breadcrumb and baked. That's what we do. Yeah. So it's like the good, like, yeah, from scratch. Yeah, you go scratch. all out mac mm-hmm. and cheese. My number one is going to be sweet potato casserole, but it has to be the sweet potato casserole with the toasted marshmallows oh, on top. Oh, boo. I love boo. the sweet potato casserole, toasted marshmallows. Mm, mm, mm. It's like, like, is this does that count as a side or dessert? Because like, no, that's a side. Yeah, I know. You it's just it gross either way. Food. It's yeah. gross either I way. I love sweet potato casserole. Give my mom s- would agree with you. Good. Yeah, me and Lori are right there. We're Carrie. We're, oh, Lori. My bad. I don't know why. Lori. <laughs> Who's Lori? I don't know. I was. Th- I thought it was Lori for the big for, for some reason. Yeah, me and Carrie. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I can usually look down. You're at not your coming phone. to Thanksgiving. I can usually look down at your phone and see Carrie. Yeah, my mom texting me. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> why do you have your mom's phone number saved as? You know what? You wait. You you actually noticed that? <laughs> yes, and I have brought it up on our fantasy football show. Called you out on oh, it. Oh, I didn't hear that. And uh, Matt Ravis, 
who's co-host with me and Preston on our fantasy football show, does the same thing. <laughs> you guys are weird. No, well, so I have, like, if you go to my text, though, it'll say mom up at the yeah, top. Yeah, but it says, uh, like, my dad, my mom, dad, grandma, stepmom, their name is nowhere in their contact. Well, so the reason I do this, so the nickname is mom, and so it says mom on the text, but, like, pops up Carrie Osborne, or, like, weird. when I call, it's Carrie Osborne. The reason, I have to share my mom's number so often that I don't want to just be like, mom, I want them to know how to spell her name. All you have to do is, I mean, why, first <laughs> off, why are you sharing your mom's number so often? Well, I mean, like, back in, like, high school and stuff, like, I'm like, here, call my mom. Okay, so you just, they go, hey, is this Kylie's mom? Has anybody ever called your mom and been like, hey, is this Carrie? Yeah. What what the hell? <laughs> like people always like my mom makes jokes that people call her Tyler's mom. No, like, it's whatever. I mean, we used to my play- mom's nickname is Carrie Girl to my friends. <laughs> you guys are so weird. My best <laughs> friend calls my mom mom. Well, I mean, no one calls my mom mom. They call her Carrie Girl. No, yeah, you guys are weird. All right, go with your number two pick. <laughs> All right, number two. Um, since we picked uh gross sweet potatoes over there, I'm gonna go with regular mashed potatoes. Yeah, right. so you, oh, you're a big potato guy. I'm a big potato guy, yeah. All right, yeah, regular mashed potatoes. Okay, so I am going to pull out the dessert right away, right? Big dessert guy, big dessert guy. Clearly, you picked a half dessert okay, for your shut side. Up. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go pumpkin pie with Cool Whip, right? We're talking exclusively Thanksgiving, okay, because, like, my family will make a cherry cheesecake that, that's mean, right, during Thanksgiving, but... Exclusive Thanksgiving, we're going to go pumpkin pie, but it's got to have the Cool Whip or whipped cream, one of the two. It doesn't really matter, but it's got to have that Cool Whip or whipped cream. Both the pumpkin pie and the cherry cheesecake, solid choices. Mm-hmm. I can't give you any crap for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, my next one, what is this, the third? Yeah, you're, this is three for you. Um, this one's not on our little list here, but um, I have to go with deviled eggs. I make uh, some great deviled eggs, uh, <laughs> and they're my favorite. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh, that, like you like marshmallows on potatoes. Like That's how is that so weirder? Gross. No, I what? love deviled eggs. No, deviled eggs are the worst. You're I make an, such good ones though. Uh, yeah, do you? You're taking a an egg, scooping it out, mixing it with mustard and mayonnaise, and I don't putting put mustard it back in, in mine. There. No, you put mayo in it. Okay, whatever. Mayo it is. and relish and paprika. Just, Pretty solid. You're just so messed up. Okay. <laughs> you know what? No wonder, like, when you bring people to Thanksgiving, they're like, yeah, never mind. This isn't for me. Uh, they always come back. It's fine. <laughs> uh, who are you bringing to Thanksgiving this year? The same guy last year? Uh, No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's not his choice. That's mine. <laughs> that's what I would say, too. Okay, so I'm going to go, and I know you're going to hate on this, because Probably. this is such a hit or miss side, right? This is a side that... So are sweet potatoes. I can't people, get over that one. That people either love or they hate. And it's corn. Right? Okay. Because <laughs> you take because okay, listen, listen, listen. I was expecting something so crazy. Listen. So if you take so for Thanksgiving, my family always does instead of, you know, just like the yellow regular corn, they do actually, actually, I'm gonna change it. It's gonna be just a little bit different. It's corn casserole. Okay. What is corn? It's corn casserole. So my stepmom introduced this a couple years ago, a few years back. It's been a long, it's been longer than a couple years. It's been a while back. Um, so you take corn, I don't know if it's cream corn or regular, mix it with cornbread, and you make it up, and then you put some cheese over top of it. Corn bread casserole, I think is what it's called. 
that got progressively so much worse. It's so good. <laughs> I was like kind of gonna be like, okay, not bad, but now that it's sounds disgusting. so good. Cornbread casserole. The corn that I was gonna talk about was the corn that's the white kernels and the yellow kernels together. Really good, but cornbread casserole definitely number three. I don't know how I forgot about that. That's like the number one, like the biggest side thing that I get, because you know the sweet potatoes. It's like. You, I just put them on my plate, no, okay. and then I we're go back moving and get on. Them. All right, so right. we're on pick number four. <laughs> Man, we can't. Okay, maybe we should never have Thanksgiving together. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going down that quick path. Okay, great. Well, my family's cooler, so it's fine. Just kidding. Yeah, just if kidding. a family that eats deviled eggs definitely sticks together because nobody wants to smell their breath. Oh my god. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay, so for the fourth pick, um, you actually might hate on me for this one. I hate it on you for the last one. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to go cranberry sauce. See, but, I can't stand cranberry sauce. But see, sauce. I don't like the like chunky cranberry sauce with like, actual like, cranberries in it. I literally just like the one out of the can, straight out the can. That's see, like basically jello. Uh, I've like seen people that um, that like, oh, it's it's either one way or the other, right? It's either out of the can or it's fresh. Is it fresh? Can you make yeah, cranberry sauce I don't sauce know, like fresh? this little picture on our list that we got up. Like, I don't, I don't know. But no, I don't like that stuff. I like the can just like comes out in the shape of a canned cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, I'm not a cran. I'm just not a cranberry person, right? Because <laughs> I'm just like, like when you go to Sonic and you get that limeade, right? I know some people go with cherry or yeah, cher- some people go with cranberry. I'm a cherry limeade, right? Okay. Cherry limeade all the way. Okay. All right. Fine. I don't know if you can hear this right now, but my stomach is actually growling now. Over I know, here. me too. I am starving. <laughs> we can't talk about this food so much. Yeah. And All right. not eat. My fourth pick, I think this one should have been picked probably a little bit higher. I'm surprised you didn't take it. It's definitely the biscuits, right? The, definitely the rolls, biscuits, whatever you could want to yeah. call it. Same okay. thing. But everybody, it seems, you know, it could be Hawaiian sweet. It could be homemade. Whatever it is, you know you're always grabbing one. Yeah. So it's definitely the rolls, biscuits. So that's my. You put pick. butter on it, just 100%. butter. One hundred percent. Well, okay. Just butter. Oh no, no. <laughs> so let me tell you what I do. What and do I you do? And I do this a lot. Like if I if there's a roll, I will pull it apart, take the mashed potatoes, put it on there. You make the, ham, the whole little sandwich, don't you? Take the ham, put it on there, and then if there's like, if there's the corn, if there's the gravy, if there's something, you top it off. <laughs> my stomach's growling top so it off, hard. Right? And okay, I, I have to mention one thing that you're going to probably hate on me so hard for. I don't like ham or bacon. Okay, just make your pick. I'm tired of being in this podcast. <laughs> okay, me all right. Me and Preston are finding another third. Okay, well, you I'm can't. Selling the, you, I'm, I'm just giving out the feedback. I'm under contract, point. so I'm just kidding. I'm not. Oh, that's true. <laughs> December 31st, if you were interested in joining Thria's company. Oh, no. <laughs> don't kick me off. Okay, you're fine. Let's make a fun one for the last one. Drinks. You haven't picked a dessert. Oh, I didn't pick a dessert. Um, well, you picked pumpkin pie. That was what I was gonna pick. And I don't. Well, you gotta pick a different dessert. Uh, you got a pecan pie? No, I don't like the pecan pie. Um, my my mom my mom makes a really good chocolate sheet cake. Chocolate sheet cake? Sheet cake. Yes, okay. it's different, and it's what really good. That? It's like really thin. They do it in like a pan. It's like I don't know. It's really. Is it good. like where she pokes holes in it? She puts stuff in it. I like mean, fills it? No, it's just like. Just a chocolate cake. You put ice cream in it? <laughs> yeah, but it's, I don't know, it's different. You'll have to look it up. Do you put ice cream in it? Yeah, no, you put, like, frosting on it. Do you do you put ice cream, do you mix it with ice cream? No, I don't mix it with ice cream. I just eat the chocolate. It's like, it's like a step above so a brownie. and a chocolate cake? 
for Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, it's good, but it's different. It's a tradition. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. I'm never coming over. <laughs> well, I would have taken the pumpkin pie. Uh, yeah, but you got to have a solid second a second dessert. I mean, pumpkin pie, cherry cheesecake. I mean, we don't make cherry cheesecake, but I do like cheesecake. We just don't have that at my Thanksgiving. Chocolate pie. My grandma makes a mean chocolate pie. So Fine. Let's, okay, fine. Make your fifth pick, and then we're doing drink of choice. Okay, so my fifth pick, it's going to be a little odd. All right? It's not at every Thanksgiving. Apparently, mine mine is a little odd, and it's chocolate cake. Like, what? It's, it's not at every Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, chocolate cake's definitely not at every Thanksgiving. Um, it is scalloped potatoes, right? I Okay, those are good. I... I, I'm, it's obviously a potato holiday. I mean, really, it's more you, potato. Yeah, you than wanted turkey. to pick three versions yeah. of potatoes. And <laughs> scallop potatoes always a solid option. I love scallop potatoes, and my mom usually makes them for Thanksgiving. She make like I said, it's more of a potato holiday at her house than it is anything else. So okay, I might go just for the potatoes. No, no, okay. you're no? not. You're no. After you <laughs> said that you like, it would be like, oh yeah, what's Kylie bringing? You? Chocolate cake. No, I'm make, I'm bringing double eggs. Gross. <laughs> Even worse. I'd, I would eat the chocolate cake. I would not eat the double egg. For drink? I don't know. I don't know a Thanksgiving drink. What do you usually drink at Thanksgiving? Okay, maybe fine. We don't have to do that. No, I'm just asking you. What do you... I mean, we've made... Well, we definitely wake up every morning and do mimosas. And then by the end of the night, it's usually wine. Although sometimes um, I may have snuck a couple tequila shots here and there. So you get hammered on Thanksgiving Day? Do you not go Black Friday shopping? No. You don't go Black Friday shopping? No. Why that not? sounds miserable. Why wouldn't you not go to Black Friday shopping? Well, it's for the experience. For most of my life, uh, my dad works in retail, so he'd have to leave after Thanksgiving and go to work. Uh, I'm a Cyber Monday girl. Like, no. Yeah, but you don't get to experience the craziness. Yeah, that... people are crazy. I experience it every day. I don't want to, like, fantastic. go into, like... Yeah, but you're okay. condensed crazy people. Okay, but like you're in it, right? Like they're being crazy towards you. This way, you can sit on the outside and watch, right? I had a lady try to fight me over a phone charger one time. There was literally a box of phone chargers that we pulled from. <laughs> and it's like, okay. This is exactly why I wouldn't want to go. And, and it was like, okay, let me just pull another one. But still, you're part of it. You're part of the experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm part of online you're shop just, you're, you're so boring oh god okay so boring you picked three I potatoes have, <laughs> i have chocolate cake for thanksgiving so you weird. made me pick a dessert it's because you said picked, you wanted to pick and you a dessert pumpkin pie like that's so basic too come on how is it it's okay basic is fine when it comes to sides for thanksgiving you said i was boring yeah because you don't want to go be part of the black friday craziness no the only craziness i want to be a part of is at a sporting event or a concert that's like i get that at least i'm getting something out of that yeah but you're being crazy towards the game or whatever this way you literally sit back and you watch it go on and you're you like, you just fought a lady for a phone charger. I did not. You're, you're a, one of the crazy people. No, I let her have it. She like <laughs> took it out of my hand and looked at me, and I was like, "That's fine." I just grabbed the next one, right? I was like, "Okay." Also, you got a phone charger on Black Friday. They were fifty cents for like an Apple phone charger. I don't know if it was an Apple phone charger. I don't remember, but still, fifty cents. Is oh 50 my god. Cents. Okay, let's get out of here so I can go eat. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. Listen, we're not all rich. And oh, what? get to like buy stuff full price. You're like, you know what? You can mark no, it up. No, Cyber you'd like. Monday. What? No. That's how you act. Okay, whatever. All right. All right. That will do it for three as company <laughs> this week.
Make sure to follow us on Twitter at QTip47, at PrestonPool405, and at Kylie Osborne. Have a great Thanksgiving. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.